bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I am so full, so rushed. I am so excited because it's election day. So I've got an hour here. Then we've got, is it UWM basketball? We got UWM basketball at 5 o'clock. Then after that, we have 1017 The Truth, the 620 WTMJ election coverage, so make sure you stay here. Watch for the end of the game. Actually, just listen to the game, and then when you're done, just keep listening, and we will have what I think is myself and my colleagues over at 620 WTMJ will be broadcasting and talking about the elections as they relate to today. Are we are we done with Wakanda? Are we done with Wakanda? Are we done with Wakanda? I don't know. See, everybody's so busy because it's election day. I like days like this where everybody's doing something because if they don't get it done, it doesn't get done. 833-212-1017 is the number. So I was looking at What's going to happen today? I'm looking at what's going to happen today as it relates to the election. Um, Let me be clear. I don't really care who wins. Right. When the sun comes up tomorrow, that's all I really care about, because life is going to what? Not change. Republicans are going to win. Democrats are going to win. We'll have the same president. We may or may not have the same governor. And then we'll go and 
I do want to talk to the people that said if Donald Trump won, they were going to move to Canada. And the people that said if Barack Obama won, they were going to move to Canada. My question is, why aren't you in Canada? Like, why haven't you loaded up and got the heck out of here? Now, if that's needed, what I will do is actually give you the ticket and send you to Canada. Because I think if there's anything that we've learned, we've learned that life as we know it is going to continue to go on. So while you're too busy fighting about partisan politics, and if you're too busy fighting about whether or not you think uh, the world's going to end, it's not. And that's it. Now, I have a few predictions I'm going to make in this segment because I've got a great guest coming up um, right after our first break, and I'm going to be excited um, because I'm always excited about kids going to school and college and all that stuff. And so I've got a guest coming in all in Milwaukee. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be great. I'm just telling you now it's going to be great, but I think we're putting too much emphasis on voting the way that we think people should vote instead of exercising your private constitutional right and voting. It's nobody's business who you vote for. It's nobody's business who you vote into office. And so at, at some point, we have to remember that whoever wins this election for governor, we're still going to have a governor. And you may not like it, and there have been a bazillion times And it's, and it's done just fine. It will be great. And we'll get over it. Whoever wins the Senate, whether it's whoever, right? I mean, if you look at it either way, you have two good people or two bad people. And everyone will say one of them is better than the other. One of them is better than the other. Same crap we went through with um, Barack Obama. Same crap we went through with Donald Trump. But in the end, America's going to stand. America is going to be fine. America's going to be great. And we'll get over it. Because in the end, it's not going to matter who wins the election. It's going to matter locally how your life goes. All politics are local. Your quality of life, the crime around you, the inflation, the economy, your neighborhood, those are the things that really matter. Those are the things that really matter. Because it doesn't matter whether or not you vote Democrat. It doesn't matter if you vote Republican. You vote your conscience. It's your right. It's your privilege. And it's your privacy. Stop telling people who you voted for. Nobody cares. Nope, let me retract that. I don't care. Because I've lived long enough to recognize that the next day after the election, the next day after the person got sworn in, life still went on. 
People died. Babies were born. Folk got married. People went to work. Life went on. Now, it was bizarre. (laughs) I had two bizarre instances of elections. When Barack Obama won, I went to work the next day, and you would have thought that somebody took a took a saw and sawed a third of the earth away and it floated away in space. You'd have thought they lost everything. That was 2008. Nothing happened. I had friends who thought their life was over and that every person here that was here illegally was going to get sent back to Mexico or whatever country they came from when Donald Trump won. And nothing happened. The importance of an election is a local thing. And the thing we should have been paying attention to is who we made mayor and who we vote into the city council so we can figure out whether or not we're going to have a budget so the city doesn't go under. So I didn't necessarily like the budget that Mayor Cavalier Johnson forwarded But I also didn't like the fact that the Common Council restored everything. Where's the money supposed to come from? Now you're not being fiscally responsible at a time when there's inflation. Everybody's going to have to bite the bullet. Everybody's going to run into tough times. Everybody's going to have to suffer a little bit. So everybody makes it. You have to, in inflation, sacrifice the needs of the few for the needs of the many. And that's something we're not used to doing because the government has always stepped in and thrown in money or thrown in cash, right? Or thrown in a program. Or we're going to wake up tomorrow crying, upset, not really understanding that life goes on. And for those of you that are under the age of 40, it's unfortunate that you're reacting in a way where you think the world's going to come to an end or because you don't have a vote or you temporarily lost the right, the world's going to stop. It won't. It didn't. And it'll keep going. I'm living proof. You know, even though Kyle calls me an old man, I'm living proof that life goes on. And long after I'm not here, decades from now, well, let me be quiet because I might be here decades from now still saying the same thing, but I digress. Decades from now, we will remember that we got through it. I think the personal thing is how you're going to handle it. How will you handle Republicans winning? How will you handle Democrats winning? How will you handle the inflation that's about to hit us? How will you handle the stock market going down and your pension disappearing? How will you handle it? There's only one thing I learned, and there's the best piece of advice I've ever had. You have to learn to stand in your storm. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Sang going out like a sucker, no way. 
College Month on The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth is presented by UW-Milwaukee, Educators Credit Union and Milwaukee Area Technical College. Now, here is Dr. Ken Harris to talk about how your scholar can get some dollars. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I am your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Nope. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited to be here because, um, as the opening said, we're here doing some things that I absolutely positively like love to do. I probably shouldn't say that out loud because then people are gonna start be you know be begging me for money. Give me some money. We need to send kids to school. But that's something that I love to do. I have a guest here today that I, who, well, now that I know who she is, I went, oh, okay. Tiffany Tardy from All In Milwaukee, who's really going to tell us about some things that they're doing. I'm jealous because I wanted that job, but you got it. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, you you got the job instead of me. I don't even think I applied, so I don't think that matters. Uh, but but it just it sounded good, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Welcome, thank you to the new one hundred one seven. The truth, uh, scholarship month is something that a lot of people talk about, but they don't really understand the sheer uh, what's the word magnitude of not having money and running out. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen instances where kids are treated. Worse than, you know, convicted felons on parole Mm. when they come back from school and they can't cut it. Mm -hmm. Then if they come back from an HBCU, Mm -hmm. it's almost double. Yeah. And so what what are some of the things? First of all, tell me about your organization and then tell me where do they land in the space regarding college scholarships? Yes, thank you. Well, I am happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, at All in Milwaukee, we are pretty simple in our goals. We are an organization founded uh, back in 2018, our first class in 2019. So we've gone from 40 students to now in 2022, serving 320 students from across the city of Milwaukee and Racine with the goal of helping students complete college, build careers, and transform our city. And we really hope to do that through the scholarships that we provide, the advising and career development support that we provide, as well as then with those scholarships and working in tandem with our university partners that we work with to make sure that our students are graduating with little to no debt. So currently, our students across the eight universities that we work with here in the the state of Wisconsin, 90% of them have no student loan debt um, and are on track to graduate with no student loan debt. Where where were you when I was in school? Well, I think that's where um, the importance of this organization comes from. Uh We are actually founded from an organization in Minnesota called Wallen Education Partners. And our founder five years ago um, really wanted to focus on the needs here in the city of Milwaukee. Right now, only 14 percent of Milwaukee high school graduates will earn a two or four year degree. Uh huh. What? Fourteen oh. percent of That's Milwaukee all? high school students or graduates will earn a two or four year degree. And so graduation rates are down. Mm-hmm. So fourteen percent of a diminished graduation rate. 
right right now it's a 62 percent of students graduate wow. high school um and honestly the data i'm sharing is pre-pandemic Correct. and what we've seen so far is that that's likely going to that we're taking quite a hit with the wow. pandemic so uh, i think the numbers are going to look much worse in the next couple, several years here so the goal was to mm-hmm. say there is clearly a need here in our city there are a ton of students who have high you know skills strong academically strong leadership and can do well, but want, need that opportunity, need that support. So that's where we came uh, about and have really been trying to work with partners across the city of Milwaukee to make sure folks know who we are, but to also really support those students through college. So are we scaring students when we say uh, something you said about academics, you know, strong academics? Mm-hmm. Well, the C student has strong academics. Right. And I think one thing that we miss is we always think strong academics means B average, A average, Mm -hmm. when in fact there's a whole boatload of C students that hire the AB students to work for them. Oh, absolutely. And so how can can all in Milwaukee, what's what's the one piece of information they can give a student to help them understand that college is within their grasp? Right. Um, The one piece of information I would give students is to one, lean into themselves and their abilities and their skill sets and not, you know, focus on what that number looks like. Right. But it's about the relationships. And I think mm-hmm. that's what we've learned um, in working with high school students and college students is if we can build the right connections and you can really identify those support systems, you then can identify the scholarships, you then can identify so many of our college campuses actually have a ton of internal money where students can actually, you know, we've yeah. actually really been able to work to build packages at our, our different university partners that if you go to this university, you can go to this university for free, you know, if you meet certain requirements with income eligibility and things of that nature. So it's really knowing that opportunities are out mm-hmm. there and you don't have to feel like you're, you know, Xing yourself off the list just because you may be a C student. There's a lot of opportunity out here. Now, is it is it the group of students that have the toughest time going to college as it relates to paying are middle class students mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. parents make just enough so they can't get money, mm-hmm. but they don't make enough money to actually pay for college. Mm-hmm. Do you just look for uh, first generation or, or students that don't have the financial wherewithal to go to college? Or is there a space in in all in? Milwaukee that will allow someone who's middle class to Mm -hmm. be able to help send their child to college? Well, I think that we have tried to address that because our income threshold is actually a a family taxable income of $75,000 or less. So for many folks that may feel like, you know, not a lot of money, but for a lot of students, when they hit a certain pass a certain income, then you're not eligible for state aid, federal aid, et cetera. So we have a number of students in our program that we have now, the majority of our students are coming from those limited income backgrounds. So mm-hmm. our average family taxable income is uh, less than around $30,000 as a whole. Our first year, the average ta- uh, family taxable income was $9,000. Okay. So we're talking about the neediest students in the community. Sure. But with us having a larger threshold than some of these those other income-based programs, we've been able to really catch a number of students who would not have been eligible for other funds or who are not eligible for the Pell Grant or state aid that our scholarship has allowed for them to be able to afford college. And so you have partnerships with schools mm-hmm. and you're able to say, we're sending you this student. Mm-hmm. And then the student goes there. Right. So basically each of our partners, so um, UW-Madison, UW-Whitewater, UW-Milwaukee, 
Marquette MSOE, Alverno College, Carroll University, and Wisconsin Lutheran College. Those are the car- partners that we work with, and newly Cardinal Stritch. <laughs> and you don't you don't partner with Concordia. We do not partner with Concordia currently. Well, then you need to talk to me. <laughs> sure. So, so we we, can, we do have I'm a, a professor process. there. Oh, good to know. Then yes. we should talk. Absolutely. Um, we have a process that we work with our universities through, mm-hmm. of kind of gaining partnership with us. But we're working with um, each partner, and one of the things that needs to be true is that they come with some type of financial aid package. So we have our scholarship dollars, right. but we want to make sure that the university is also mm-hmm. working to um, to provide that support. And we've really worked a lot because what we'll see is that many universities will provide aid for tuition. We're seeing the need for students, especially from our city, to be able to live on campus. Right. So now we've worked right. across all of our partners that if a student wants to live on campus, we've made housing affordable for students as well. Um, because that's looking at the full experience of the suit, not just trying to get them through the door. I'm going back to college. <laughs> well, no, I don't want to go back to college. I think I'm pretty much done. <laughs> I'm pretty much done. 833-212-1017. You can text in if you have a question for Miss Tiffany Tardy. That's a that's a pretty cool, cool name. I mean, Thanks. You know, that's, that's like a, you know, that's like either sports or movie star. Oh, like Tiffany Tardy starring. T- Doesn't that sound right? You know, all in Milwaukee starring. T- See, it's just I'll take that. She'll, she'll just take that. <laughs> so tell me about yourself. You're you're from Milwaukee or, you mm-hmm. you know, you moved here like I did from Chicago. What, oh, you're maybe? from Chicago. Yes. No, I am from Milwaukee, born okay. and raised here. Okay. MPS graduate, a Rufus King graduate. Um, and I went to UW-Madison for college and really struggled through that experience. And that's really actually how I learned my purpose and passion in life was to help. So how did you struggle? Oh, (laughs) well, UW-Madison is a large, predominantly white institution. I am Tiffany coming from Milwaukee, which is very diverse. I came from a high school that was very diverse at Rufus King. Mm -hmm. And I went to UW-Madison. I was a people program graduate. So I, you know, went through a lot of pre-college support and felt very prepared for college academically and all of the other ways as well. However, when I got to UW-Madison, you know, it's the kind of the cliche culture shock happened. Um, I very much struggled with finding my way. Um, I would say the resources were available to me, but I was not taking advantage of them because I just thought I had it all figured out. Um, I was a STEM major and I was taking in my first semester 17 credits of math and science and I struggled, you know. Um, And so I had to really regroup after that first semester of college um, when I ended in a 2.0 GPA and, and not wanting to go back to school. And I had to really think about what were the things, you know, why it was important to me to get a college degree as the first person in my family to go to college, mm-hmm. and not having anybody in my family who knew how to navigate those spaces. And when I actually went back to school in that spring and I actually connected with my resources in the people program, et cetera, um, and started study groups and right. really getting connected right. to the Black Student Union. My sophomore year, I joined my sorority, Alpha Cap Alpha, Sorority Incorporated. And that made a huge difference for me. And wow. and I think in th- those experiences where I learned to advocate for others on campus then um, led me to my career. And that's yeah. funny because my daughter mm-hmm. went to UW-Madison, started there, didn't like it. Oof. STEM mm-hmm. major, mm-hmm. summer people program, Yep. didn't like it, left, yeah. graduated, mm-hmm. got her degree. Uh-oh, I got, I got to do math now. <laughs> Since 2014 has worked at Microsoft. Wow. So so Incredible. it shows that it, it can happen. Absolutely. But the environment is important for a mm-hmm. student. And so how can can 
all in Milwaukee help someone else not go through what you just went through? Yeah, that's what we try to do every day. Mm-hmm. I think we try to create we try to be the navigational capital. So at each of our campuses, we have an identified um, campus leader mm-hmm. that we work with to support students in whatever their needs are. Because what you find on most university campuses is a lot of bureaucracy, a lot of red tape, whether they want to admit it or not. Say, say, say that again. <laughs> a lot of bureaucracy and yes. red tape. And so, multiple advisors. And multiple advisors. And multiple, uh, just, yeah. So you feel okay. like you're just paying, paying like that ping pong game. You're going right. here, here, right. here. Um, and it, and most of the time, I think where we see attrition happen or students leaving the university is because they cannot find their way. Right. They, they're struggling to find the connections, whether that's right. through advisors or otherwise. And so we try to be that for those students. Um, we try to provide having that one contact where if there's a financial, personal, mm-hmm. academic, whatever issue, we're able to help do some of that behind the scenes besides as opposed to that student going to this office, that office and never getting answers. And that can be very frustrating and that can really lead students to exiting. So I feel like what's important for a student, what's important for a student to do um, on every campus is to get connected and to find that one person or that one resource on campus that can really help walk you through it. And we're, we're there. We exist. Okay. Yeah. Last last question. Mm-hmm. What can we do to support All in Milwaukee? Well, I encourage you to go to our website, www.allinmilwaukee.org. Um, you can get involved in multiple ways. You can get involved as a donor partner. So if you want to help fund a student through their um, college journey and the advising support that we provide, we're happy to help, um, you know, connect you with students and get you involved that way. There's also other ways to engage with us through mm-hmm. career um, support because we have a huge career lens for our students as well. We want them to get through college, but also to go into graduate school or into their field of study. Um, and that career placement piece is important for us. So we have a lot of career mentors as well as career partners that we work with to support students. And then also, I think, just spreading the word. And so the more students that can learn about the work that we're doing and can get involved and apply for our program, the, the more students we're going to be able to impact and serve here in the city of Milwaukee and really change those that data and, and move the needle here in our city. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. Experienced in Grace Scholars Program, uh, Community Development, McNair Scholars Program, and now Managing Director, All in Milwaukee. Tiffany Tardy, thank you so very much. Thank you I for having it. me. Thank you, Dr. Harris. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. This is Truth in the Afternoon. Traffic, sports, weather, all that stuff coming up next. College Month on The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth is presented by UW-Milwaukee, Educators Credit Union and Milwaukee Area Technical College. Now, here is Dr. Ken Harris to talk about how your scholar can get some dollars. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. If you weren't here for it, you need to remember that this is College Month and the new 1017 The Truth we want to help. Young scholars get those free scholarship dollars. And so we had Tiffany Tardy here from All In Milwaukee who gave you some information. Go to their website. Make sure you check them out because they have some great information because she is in. And all this month, we'll be having local universities who offer uh, full tuition scholarships, local organizations like All In Milwaukee and Tiffany Tardy who help students find thousands of dollars for scholarships each year. Make sure you tune in. If you missed it, make sure you have somebody go back to the rebroadcast and the podcast, right? 
Make sure they have it on the Truth app, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Make sure you check it out. We want you to listen all month long so you don't miss information on how your student, a student, the student, any student can go to college and be debt-free. College Month on the Truth is sponsored by UW-Milwaukee Educators Credit Union and MATC. She almost made me want to go back to school. I'm like, I'm, I can, can, I, can, I, can I get some money for free or go back? Or can y'all just give me money and then you can pay back school loans, right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Al says, shout out to Miss Tardy. I know that's right. Free money. I also want to remind you, we all know about Black Friday, but the Truth and Associated Bank wants to encourage you to support Black-owned businesses for Small Business Saturday. That's November 26. Together, we're committed to uplifting local organizations, supporting Black-owned businesses, and that is why you need to celebrate Small Business Saturday. The Truth and Associated Bank will highlight five locally owned Black businesses from November 17th to the 23rd, so make sure you listen that week on social media and right here on the new 1017 The Truth. So whatever your financial needs are, remember Associated Bank can help. Member FD. I see. Do, 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 do. I got so I got so much stuff I got to do. So much reading I got to do. Uh, UWM is playing MSOE tonight. Who they playing tonight? Who they, who they? Purdue. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll chalk that one. No, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I wish them the best. I like UWM's basketball team. They got a pretty fly basketball team. They still use the word fly. Yeah, I'm not. Anything young people are using today, I refuse to use it. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. 833-212-1017 is the number. It's going to be a light day today because at um, at what, 5.56.50 or 57, something like that. I don't know what, what, time we, what time we go. Where's Kyle at when you need him? He's nowhere. He's a, he ain't nowhere. See, he always, he always like doing work and stuff. Like, what's up with that? Play some time. Always doing work. Um, talking text line, 920-397. Said Tardy, or Tiffany Tardy, was my McNair director. She's amazing. Wow. That's saying something. When people remember you and you have an impact on their lives. And that's why we do this whole college month. All month long. We, we talk about all the resources that you can use in order to go to college. Because I didn't go to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I went to college. I'm I'm fibbing. Yes, I went to college. I think I got too much college, though. I think I went to too much college. But I'm excited for today. We've got UWM basketball. Um, and then after that, make sure you keep listening because we're going to be election night. Polls close at 8 o'clock. And we'll be simulcasting on 1017 The Truth and 620 WTMJ. Myself and John McCure will be on at 8 o'clock. And at 6 o'clock, uh, Sherwin Hughes is going to be on with Vince Vetrano. So even though the ball game's going on, we'll be on 620. And then when the ball game's off, we'll be on both stations. And I think we'll have a great night. Tonight is going to be an interesting uh, test of whether or not I'm not going to say your vote matters because everybody's vote matters. 
but I think we're we're kind of overinvested in this in this politics where we hate other people for how they vote. And I don't think we've ever been this divided in my entire life. I know I'm always reminded, you're so old. In my entire life, I don't remember us being this divided. There was, there was a form of mutual respect and dignity that we held for each other. And I don't think that's around anymore. I, I just don't think that is around. And I, and, I, and I think it's unfortunate, but, you know, nobody told me. Speaking of basketball, the new 1017 The Truth is home of Milwaukee Panthers basketball. Don't miss any of the hoop action. Listen to Panther basketball right here today on The Truth, The Truth app, and all your favorite streaming platforms. Uh, they're going to be playing the Purdue Boilermakers. That's a tough team. Coverage starts at 5 with tip-off set for 5.30. So y'all better make sure y'all hang around and do just that. 833-212-1017 is the number. I like what Al said there. Shout out to Miss Tardy. <laughs> I know who that Al is now. I know who that is. Anyway, what's up, Al? How's it going? Uh, I did poll working this morning, so I don't know if you know. Every time there's an election, I work with organization, and we work the polls, and we have a poll site. And um, I was there at about 8 o'clock this morning. Poll opened at 7. And it was fairly slow. I think when I left around noon, because I had to teach a class, I think when I left around noon, there was about 80 or so, 82, 83 votes uh, midday. So, And I don't recall what the actual ward had in terms of – full voters, but I think it's important that people came out to vote. And for me, that's all that matters. Now, when we come back, I'm going to talk about the flip side to that, you know, being the contrarian and all. I'm going to talk about the flip side of that because I think there's another important piece that we miss, but that everybody spends their time arguing and nobody actually takes a step back and looks at it. For what it is. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. This is the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Be sure to tune in to the truth this Saturday, 10 a.m. for our brand new show, Soft Life Chronicles. 
presented by all of us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships. The holiday season is here, and not only is it a time for family, but it's a time for food. Denise Thomas, Dr. Yvonne Greer, uh, Mirtha Sosa Pacheco will discuss how to avoid it, you know, and really try to eat good food, enjoying food, but also thinking about your long-term health. So be sure to listen to the Soft Life Chronicles. 10 a.m. Saturday, presented by all of us Milwaukee on the new 1017 The Truth. Keep keep reminding you, keep reminding you, keep reminding you, the polls are still open. Election Day is today, and it's important that the community gets out and votes and votes on who we want to represent us locally, statewide, and nationally. Be sure to tune in right here. 1017 The Truth, 620 WTMJ for our Decision Wisconsin Election Day simulcast show. Sherwin Hughes, me, John McCure, Vince Vetrano will have coverage starting at 6 o'clock tonight and we'll going until 11 p.m. Stay up to date. All of the election results, what they mean for you. Tune in to the new 1017 The Truth, 620 WTMJ Decision Wisconsin Election Day show tonight, right after the UW. Milwaukee Panthers and Purdue Boilermakers basketball game will be right here giving you each and every minute of action, right? So make sure you check it out. I'm just saying, you have nothing else to do. You want to watch the election. So here's here's what I say do. Do it the same way that you do Packer games, the same way you do Brewer games. You turn on the radio and you turn on the TV and turn down the sound. And that way you can kind of see everything going. So I don't understand. That's interesting. So I'm looking at a CNN exit poll. And luckily, the poll is doing exactly what I thought it would do. Is they're still stuck on Donald Trump. And they're still asking whether or not your vote was whether or not you were favorable of Donald Trump or unfavorable of Donald Trump or it didn't matter. And so before the break, I talked about something I was going to say. I think we forget that when a person decides they're not going to vote intentionally, that's saying something. See, I think we forgot that your vote is an individual thing and your privacy and you get to vote who you want to. Otherwise, it would have all been you know, public, right? But it's not. And the reason it's not is because it's your constitutional right to be able to vote the way that you want within the parameters of the law. And so when people say, you know, you wasted something or you didn't, it's yours to waste or not waste. It's yours to do with what you wish. Now, sometimes there are people on the ballot that are terrible any way you look at it. Any way you look at it. I don't take polls as being something that we need to make important because Fox News says, you know, Democrats are terrible and CNN says Republicans are terrible, and and you really can't take it into account. So CNN has an exit poll saying 16% voted in support of Trump, 28% in opposition. And then there was another 54% say, you know, they're extreme. Yeah, but what about the other people that are missing? 
Because the other part of that poll was that 50, 52 or 54 percent said they didn't really care about Donald Trump because he's not in office. We have to deal with what's going on today. You can't vote today based on whether or not somebody in the future might run for office. Deal with him when and if he runs. We've got a lot of things that are at stake today as it relates to representation, as it relates to things we're doing, as it relates to voting. And I think it's important that we remember that in the end, the only person who's responsible for us is us. The only person that's responsible for how we vote is us. Nobody else. Nobody else is responsible. And I think that we've missed an excellent opportunity to be able to step up and privately vote and not have to tell anybody anything. I've gotten to a point where I don't even talk politics with people. If people start talking Donald Trump, if they start talking um, the the governor, Evers, if they start talking Mandela Barnes, if they start talking Ron Johnson, I'm done. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to hear about it. I don't care. I'm going to vote. It's my business. Don't try to influence me. Don't try to talk to me. It's none of your business who I'm voting for. What's important is what I think about it with me. When organizations start to want to push and lean towards certain things or say certain things or let partisan, you know, the in quotes partisan organizations come in and speak because they're only talking about voting. No, they're only talking about voting a certain way. Let's cancel that. And let individuals, let's, let's go back to making voting a private thing and you vote your conscience, and that's that. And if you spend your entire life and you can never see yourself voting Democrat, okay. If you live your entire life and can never see yourself voting Republican, that's okay. If you live your entire life and can never see yourself voting, that's okay too. Now, certain things come with voting. Certain rights, certain privileges, certain things that you can go in and ask for, certain things you can go in and demand because you can vote. 833-212-1017. Before we get out of here, did you vote today? Hit me on the talk and text line and text in and tell me how many people showed up. Because when I was there at noon in the ward I was in, there were 82 people. I think that was Ward 113. I'm sorry, Ward 6. Ward six, there was, I forget the numbers, like one is the ward and the other one is the, the thingy, the, the thingy jigger, right? <laughs> it's a thingamabobamajigger. I don't know. Anyway, so it was, it was the sixth ward and it showed that we had maybe precinct. There you go. Precinct. You're so, you're so smart, Kyle. The, see, he understood what I was saying. Um, there are about 82 people that voted. I think by the time I actually left, it was about 88 people, right? And so one, one of the beautiful things about it was we were able to, uh, 
see it start to pick up. War 10 shows 334 people. So it, it was interesting that, that 334 people in War 10. Thank you, Dwayne, for that. There were 334 people that actually came in and voted. That's a lot at a midterm. That's definitely a lot. That's a lot. So, hmm, that's interesting. But that's just me. I'm just saying. Well, we've come to the end. We've got some UWM basketball. I might I might have to tell Vince. You know, Sherman and Vince might have to do their thing. I'm not going to listen to them because I'm going to be listening to UWM Panther basketball. But I'm not going to tell them that, right? I'm going to just listen and too bad. <laughs> You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I want to remind you. As the nation enters this last and final day of voting, it's the, it's the 2022 midterm election. Receive this notice of, of encouragement to participate in the event by your vote. It's also important for your outreach. In contests having both statewide and national implication. You have to remember that all votes matter. And so many black legacy organizations, they were birthed at the outset of the 20th century during the height of Jim Crow era, voting exclusion. You had the Civil Rights Act of 1965 and subsequent legal remedies have radically transformed the landscape that we call America today. Today, you have till eight o'clock. Honor the legacy of this history and the ongoing work of these organizations and their membership honor you, honor me, honor our ancestors, and vote. UWM Basketball is up next. Thanks for being with me today. Anika said she was number 496 at the school board, so keep it up. God bless. I will see you tomorrow in 23 hours.